Hey, Mojo. Today, I am mad, crazy mad at myself. This momentary madness is about my lifelong struggle, which I feel could be a struggle for a lot of people. See if any of this resonates. If I could add back into my life every minute I've spent obsessing about my weight, I'd live another 20 years. Is that just me? I mean, maybe more so than some others, I think. You see, I come from a family, although I use the term family loosely since it never really felt like a family. Anyway, a family that obsessed about female weight. My mother was an anorexic and was all of 63 pounds when she passed. Between the alcohol and the lack of nutrients, her body just stopped working. She died in her 50s. My sister would eat, but then she'd purge. My mother used to complain to me that she'd find empty food containers, lots of them, under my sister's bed after I moved out to go to college. Like full-on Entenmann's donut boxes, empty. My sister was tall and striking. Still is. She was a model at 13. I don't think it was the modeling that turned her to purging, though. I think it was more out of a lack of control. I've read that eating disorders often stem from the person feeling out of control and controlling one's food intake was a way to take some of that back. Our home life was pretty awful and crazy, so wanting to control any aspect of her young life must have been needed, no matter how self-destructive. Sadly, by the time my sister was 30, I noticed that her teeth were looking gray, likely from the acids that passed through them from the purging, and she said she also took tetracycline for her skin, which apparently also has that side effect. She was also so thin that she looked gaunt. But she did exercise like a fiend, so she was in shape and strong, just painfully thin. No idea the damage to her organs from the bulimia, but throwing up one's food for so many years had to have taken its toll. She was so damn gorgeous when she was younger, it kind of broke my heart to see her hurt herself in this way. My problem is not, was not, the same as the other women in my family. I always had body dysmorphia, but my control issues mostly manifested elsewhere. I never controlled my diet in the same way that my mom and my sister did. I love food. I love a good cocktail and a glass of wine. Hell, a bottle of wine. I even love cooking and have trouble placing limits on my intake. I've never been underweight. Only rarely have I considered myself at the correct weight, and usually I'm 5 to 10 pounds overweight, at least in my view. I always feel fat. Always. This constant negative view of myself drives me crazy mad. I have such a love-hate relationship with my body, I mean, I'm very proportioned and, well, never needed a boob job, but I always felt overweight, and feeling overweight impacts everything for me. I lose my confidence, and thus I lose my mojo. Why can't I be one of those women who walk with such confidence while showing rolls of fat? And there are a lot of women who do this. They seem to have fine mojo. I find their appearance kind of unattractive, and yet they act as if they're queens. And sorry, but that whole Kardashian look just... It seems so fake, fat, cartoony to me, so manufactured, not a fan. 
I've never been comfortable showing much skin at all. I've never worn a crop top and only rarely do I show cleavage. I've always been like that. And I find women who routinely have their cleavage or abdomens front and center to be really tacky. They look like they're trying so hard. I think showing a lot of cleavage is both unprofessional and needy. And yet, I said, I wish I could feel comfortable doing that. Such a conundrum. I hate being so self-conscious about my body. Too much importance was placed on appearance by everything and everyone around me growing up. My father was often a misogynistic pig who would always comment on how women looked. To him, women weren't valued for much else. When we were young, my sister was referred to as the pretty one, and I was the smart one. My sister was also known as daddy's girl, and I was not known as anybody's girl. I don't recall ever being complimented on my appearance growing up, other than the one time while we were watching TV, I was maybe... 10 or 12, and my mother looked across the room at me and said, you have good legs. I can't believe I remember that as the one compliment from growing up. When my mother said that, I remember feeling as though she'd been analyzing me from across the room and could only find one thing to compliment, which, of course, may or may not have been the case. The only comment from my father in this area came when I was an adult. I was visiting him and his wife, my stepmother, Pat, in Murrieta, Georgia. I came downstairs dressed for a nice dinner out, and my father looked me up and down, shook his head, and said with what appeared to be disdain, you are so Hollywood. Because I was wearing black and a long skirt? I looked nice. I mean, I guess as opposed to being in a little frilly flowery dress showcasing my legs and chest. He had said it while shaking his head as though I was some lost cause. Yeah. That made a mark. So now, today, I'm counting the pandemic pounds I've added since the stay-at-home orders began, and I'm wincing when I hear friends say that they've been working out every day and have never looked better, and yes, I have a couple of friends who've said that. Good for them. I know I don't look bad, but the extra, in my mind anyway, 10 pounds or so has made me feel like shit. I hate myself. I wake up like I have for decades in the middle of the night and feel awful about my body. How could I have let myself gain weight again? I was almost happy with how I looked last year, even six months ago. Fuck, I've gained it back. My life would be so much better if I was just always in shape. I only have so many good years left and I'm destroying them by feeling fat. I'm afraid my boyfriend thinks I'm disgusting, even as he tells me I'm hot. I think I'm disgusting. Every night, I vow to make changes in my diet and start exercising more the next day. Usually, I don't. I just continue to feel like shit about myself. It's like my default position. And maybe that's just it. Feeling fat and maybe being 5 to 10 pounds above where I should be. This is my default feeling and apparently my default weight. When did this damn default form? And why did I not make my default better? Is maybe being, okay, feeling a little pudgy based in fear of being, of feeling that I'm all that I can be? Am I afraid of that? Is it fear of being defined by something other than my brain? Am I the only one who feels this way? Please tell me I'm not. Am I the only one who just can't always stay in shape? 
I mean, I know the answer to that. I know, I know I'm not. We women rightly bitch about decades worth of advertising and entertainment that tells us repeatedly that we are not the ideal, that the sometimes underweight actresses and often severely underweight models are the ideals. That's why they're on screen and in magazines wearing the beautiful clothes, making the big bucks and having it all. Hey, good for them. They look amazing, and they obviously have their mojo in line enough to show that much skin. But damn, that's just not who most of us are. Thankfully, this is now such an old complaint that things may be changing, but not without having done a lot of damage over the years. So what's a mojo girl to do? We're supposed to love ourselves for who we are, not for what we look like, right? Well, that's super difficult for me. How about you? Do we just try to take care of ourselves as best we can and then cut ourselves some slack? Do we meditate about our self-worth and just practice walking the walk of confidence even when we don't feel it? Um, yes. That's exactly what we all should do. Do our best, treat ourselves with kindness, and walk the walk regardless. I mean, it's hard. But aren't we tired of this particular madness? I'm in for a real downer of a future if I tie my confidence to my appearance because I ain't going to get any better as the years pass. No, my mojo, our mojo needs to come from inside, not outside. And I need to believe that. We need to believe that. We need to realize our worth. I need to realize my worth and know that it has nothing to do with how I look, right? Okay. I'm working on it. One of these days, I won't forget how lucky I am to have the strong, mostly healthy, and somewhat in shape body that I have, and I'll no longer be mad about it. One of these days. By the way, you look great. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, including yourself. We are mojo girls, no matter what. And the same goes for you mojo boys who are hanging out with us too. Okay, time to go take a walk or read or sing a damn song because having your mojo means we can and should feel good about ourselves no matter what we're doing or how we look in the moment. Can you feel it? Our internal mojo is on fire. Let's go radiate that glow, that warmth, that awesome feeling of confidence and knowing that we are enough. We are more than enough, maybe in several ways. We're going to rock this world, okay? Hey, if this momentary madness struck a chord, let me know. And please remember to follow or favorite Mojo Girl Madness. And maybe share this episode if you know someone out there who may be feeling icky about themselves or has a tendency to do so. Let them know they're not alone. We all need a little pep talk every once in a while. And make a pledge, make a pledge to each other, to give each other compliments, to give yourself compliments, and to try to love you, all of you, and know that I love you, madly. Mojo Girl Madness is produced by Morgan McDougal Productions. Make sure to catch Jackie McDougal's awesome pod, 40 Thrive, wherever you get your podcasts.